back to the Hammering Away podcast. Be your host as always, Jack. I'm here with Joe. Uh, we got a bunch to talk about. I mean, I feel like there's going to always be a lot to talk about now because I was thinking about it after this international break. We're really getting into the season now. Sunday, oh, Thursday, yeah. or Saturday, Thursday, Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday, Thursday. It's picking back up again. It doesn't even feel like we've been gone. I was thinking about that. Like from last season? Yeah, I was watching the Champions League today, and I was like, dude, like I, I just watched the Champions <laughs> League final. Honestly, that's what's so beautiful about this sport, though. Like, it really is basically all year round. It, it is, but it's also, like, they got to tone it down a little bit. Oh, some, oh for some sure. Some of these games, it's getting, I think they got to, they got to play less, not less international break games. With the scheduling, there has to be, like, better rules around the scheduling, because the fact that Alvarez played essentially on Wednesday night at 2 a.m. because he yeah. was in America is ridiculous. No, yeah, that's that's insane. The fact that Alvarez, who is like a workhorse, is was begging to come off at the 70th minute of a game against City where we were in it, is like, wow. Like, that's clearly something wrong. And we were really in it. We that's... were, man. At 1-1... It felt like, and you know what? At the very beginning, when we when we beat Chelsea and like the Bournemouth result and even the Brighton result, to me, like, because you know, naturally, you're going to compare it to past Moyes teams, especially because he's been here for a long enough time now. It they struck me more as like more of the 2020 2021 side, mm-hmm. but the way that they like went at City reminded me a lot more of the the Europa season, the 21 22 season. Yeah, I mean... Because there was, from, like, I would say probably, like, the 50th, 55th minute to, like, really until they scored their second goal, which I think was the 72nd minute, we went toe-to-toe with them. Oh, yeah. We, we, uh, taking off Antonio was a mistake, which we can get into. But Yeah, we, we could talk about the subs. The subs were very interesting because of, the like, the forced nature, kind of. But even still before... We knew it was going to be Suchek instead of Alvarez. Yeah, which would have been way better. I I I I agreed with the sub the subs um, at the time. It was it just it's I feel like it's never even happened before. Like us being one one with City and bringing on two attackers like that. Well, that's what I was going to say. Was I I really appreciated the um. What's the word I'm looking for here? The I don't, I don't know the intent um, the intent yeah, of the substitutes. Yeah. And, you know, I also really like that we got to see the Bowen up front thing with Kudos. I, I, in my personal opinion, I don't think City was the right opponent to try that against, just with no. the ridiculous athletes that they have back there. Like, there are games that are going to call for Antonio. And I don't think that – I was thinking about this yesterday or something. We just – Antonio is very important to this team, and it makes it really difficult to fit everybody in sometimes. Um, I think that – it could be worth trying Paqueta on the left of a 4-2-3-1 with Kudus in the middle, and I'll say why. Kudus, I know he'll drift everywhere when he's in that 10. He'll play very far forward. The role that Paqueta played on Saturday against City was maybe the most free role I've ever seen Moyes give anyone. Mm-hmm. He was everywhere on the pitch, anywhere he wanted to be. And it puts a lot of strain on Emerson but if we're able to defend City pretty well for 80 minutes, 
with Faketa playing that free role, and he helped out defensively. If we were able to do that, I think it might be worth looking into because then you get Kudus down the middle. Yeah, it was really it was really unique the, like the role that he was playing because it was it was like nominally he was like the left wing, right? Like yeah, but he was really like still did a really good job of despite being like you know positioned in, in one area of the pitch, like making sure he's like you know doing all the things that makes him you know him. special in makes the in like the first phase, getting the ball you know, progressing it, holding off defenders deep in our own, you know, our own uh, third. I mean, he was doing it. He was doing it all. He was gassed um, at the end. There is a moment where he had his shirt up. He was just biting his shirt, just watching City play the ball around. That's that's what they'll do to you. Yeah. To I be mean, fair. It's tough. They're tough. But I, I agree. I, it's definitely worth a shot um, playing Kudus down the middle. Because um, that was the other thing I thought. Um and, you know, some people said he looked bad. I disagree with that. I, I, I don't really think he impacted the game the way he could, but I think that we just kind of lost grip of the game, which is, again, that's what City do to teams. But something I liked about him was you love when an attacker gets on the ball and the first thought is forward and, like, how can mm-hmm. I go and impact the game immediately? He did everything that we want from him, which is just pick up the ball, be as direct as you can, like, use your pace, run at people. And you know what I think more than anything – kind of screwed him he ran into um Gavardio. and honestly i thought that he did a pretty good job against Gavardio. like considering i, I thought Gavardio had him but he he made Gavardio work to win the ball but the thing is like i mean he got that's probably the best athlete at center back i mean he played left back against us or whatever the hell pep wants to do with those guys but that's the best athlete at his position in the world in the world, absolutely. In the world. So I think that just because he's not exploding past Gavardio doesn't mean he's not going to explode past James Tarkowski. You know and what I even, mean? Even in the – like, he was getting the ball in difficult positions, right? He was getting the ball deep. It was not like he was getting – like, it put into him on the front foot. He was, like, starting from a flat foot. Like foot. Um, and he still drew a yellow card – Against Guardiola. Yeah, no, he did. He right. got past Guardiola once. Um, you know they went back and forth, but it's it's Guardiola, a hundred million pound defender, paid by Pep. Like he yeah, is he's no joke. The real deal. And they were tracking him for a long, long time. Um, something that I didn't necessarily love about his cameo was, uh, I guess, the unwillingness to track back, which wouldn't really skeeved me out as much as it did but it was because it was city and mm-hmm. doku was running down that side and it's like please help out this poor guy who fall <laughs> um but i think that's another reason i would like to try him down the middle because moise moise will coach him and he'll understand what's expected of him more because i i really you know at times it's probably laziness but it, it's also muscle memory and if like if you've ever played sports like you take plays off sometimes <laughs> like yeah like be honest like none none of you are jared bowen i'm not jared <laughs> bowen you are not jared bowen i'm jared bowen no, nobody's james were prouse but that's why these guys are who they are mm-hmm. um but i think that playing them down the middle kind of alleviates him of some of that responsibility especially while then we can keep bowen on the right um and i think i'm higher on bowen as a striker than most people but like then Antonio gets to keep his form going, and if Piquetta is really going to be good at in this role, because the role he's playing is not 
a true left winger, which is mm-hmm. was my main concern. Not that I ever thought he would play as a true, true left winger, but like I want him even more tucked in than Fornells. And I think Emerson provides the width for us that kind of allows us to try this. My my thing, absolutely. Emerson is like I, I he's been good, that. man. The fact that he's so willing to run, you know, that flank mm-hmm. and like give us the width that we're sacrificing with having Paquetta play the role that he's been given, like it it makes the whole thing work, which is awesome. But um, one thing I want to say with Kudus, like it's not like if you move him to the ten, like he's absolved from running Yale. Like <clears> that's <throat> a, that's arguably the most important position because. Keta from that ten position is like the trigger of our entire press. But he's he's shown in his career that he can press. No, yeah, like I, I, I think, think will. it's asking because you know we probably ask more of our wingers without the ball than any other team in the world that aims as high as we do. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like obviously teams lower in leagues will ask their wingers to do a lot of defending and stuff. Yeah. Like Luton Town, I'm sure, are going to ask their wingers to do a lot this year. I mean, they'll play a five a lot, too, because mm-hmm. they, they like those two up front. But just any team down there is like obviously going to ask their wingers to do a lot. But out of any team with European aspirations, like we probably ask our wingers to do more out of position than anybody. Definitely. At least going backwards. Have... Yeah, and we, we have the personnel for it, so. Yeah. Um. But I think, I, I think that, like, that's just a learning curve more than anything. Yeah, like, I'm not concerned about that at all. Like, especially for us, like, not even your full debut. Like, I was definitely just looking for the positives with Kudus, and there were. So. I mean, that's the thing is, like, because if you want to look at it from, like, well, did he impact the game? Did he want to see game? Nah, not really. He impacted the game more than a certain number 22 did. Oh, yeah. But, um... <laughs> But the thing is that this is a new signing. This is a 40 million pound signing. He's going to get a chance no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's important to look at, look for the reasons why we signed him this early on. And you could see it. Oh, for sure. Um, he's going to be, he's, he's going to be huge, especially the way we've been playing this season, like it's injecting some of that, you know, that driving ability with the ball with one of our, he has players. to be huge. That's the other thing is like, he has to bring goals. Like, there's not really an excuse. Um, that's what he's been signed to do. And like, I'm he just will. saying that because he has to. But I believe he will do that. And then, I've been crying out more than I'm not gonna say more than anybody, but more than a lot of people that we need pace and directness in this team. We've needed it for such a long time. So, I mean, he's look at guy. what we did when Lingard signed. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you look at Kudos as, like, he's going to be, like, that supercharged version of that Lingard if he, if he ends up playing the 10. Like, that's that's a, that's a an amazing sign. I, I think that the ideal world is that this Paquetta role does kind of evolve into something where we can get what's best out of Paquetta while mm. also fitting Kudos in where he's most comfortable, which will also allow Bowen to play where he's most comfortable. Um but my issue with that is then you take your most talented player and you kind of put him in a weird spot. Like things didn't work out for him in M- Milan because they played him in a weird spot, which was always my concern with him doing that. When I saw him at left wing um, against Brighton and against city, not that like initially I definitely didn't disagree with the lineup against city. 
for the record, mm-hmm. but like doing it on a consistent basis kind of makes you think, okay, like, well, is this something that we're right. going to do? Is this going to, you know, stifle his ability to impact games? But it, it didn't at all against City, which I thought was a really positive sign. Yeah, I, I, I trust that man with my life at this point. He's, he's all we got. Like, I think he isn't all we got, though. Like, that's the beautiful thing is that he should be all we got. He he isn't, but he is. Like, he he is still like everything to us. Like, if we lost him, it would genuinely be the end of the world. Oh oh my God, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there there's a handful of players in our squad who it would be the end of the world if we lost them. Mm -hmm. I mean, between him, Bowen. Um, I mean, I guess we've signed uh, Zuma break in case of emergency signings. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Paqueta over all those people, it just feels like he's he's just like the most well, central he brings, to what we do. He brings the quality that we want. And I think that's why... Because as time has gone on, it's... Just going back to last summer, we wanted Onana, like we wanted McGinn, we wanted all these guys... And then we went out and signed Paqueta instead, and it's like, okay, well, that's a crazy signing, but that's not exactly the profile we're looking for. And then we start struggling, and then you start questioning, like, okay, like, did you really know what you were looking for? Mm-hmm. But as time goes on, like, when you think about how Moyes talks about him now, how Moyes talked about him before we signed him, I think you see that Moyes just decided that this is a talent that we cannot miss out on. And he has made him such a focal point for us, as he should. Yeah. Uh, but he relies on him to bring, and he said this in person, he relies on him to bring that little bit of quality to what we do. Which he does. He's been doing it all year. I mean, he was the best player on the pitch in City for yeah. a long period of time, if not the whole game. Very, very long period of time. Who even from their side would be Bernardo played really well. Yeah. I honestly forget it's been so long. Yeah, Alvarez played really well. Mm -hmm. Played really well again today. We're recording this after the first night of Champions League games. Um, Alvarez played incredible today, too. Yeah. Um, Wills played well for them. Gervadio played well for them. Mm -hmm. He's a joke. They should not be allowed to have him. They shouldn't be allowed to have him. They already have Ake. Like, come on. It's ridiculous. I, I don't want to get into the whole city thing. They shouldn't even be in this league when you really think about it. Yeah, yeah. The amount of breaches and cheating and the whole thing. All I'm saying is they they, they should have been Juventus. Probably, but... Like, by, like, what should happen, they probably should have gone down a few tiers. Mm-hmm. But that's like, you know, you can't lose Pep in your league. Yeah. It's like kind of a whole thing. But Hey, we might have an opening at West Ham soon, so if he will have a spot. Pep is at West Ham in my uh FM <laughs> safe. They're in twelfth. <laughs> Pep out, I say. Pep out. Um, somebody else I wanna talk about, because, you know, I gotta do my uh we took last week off, good international break. Won't be the case every break, but thought it was a good time. But uh, the weekly um, James Ward Prowse, like, I'm so sorry I ever doubted you, man. Yeah. Um, he's done it again. Is he ever not going to score? 
I I was thinking about this. So he's given Southampton 15 goals and assists for the last however many years. Yeah. Um, three, I think. This West Ham team is by far the best team he's ever played in. I mean, he played uh, when he was younger in some yeah, of those good Southampton sides, but he wasn't as established. He wasn't as key of a piece. Mm-hmm. And also, to an extent, I mean... I mean, he's probably like 21, 22 at the Mane year. But, um, like, he's never had such a focal role in a team this good. So we haven't even had a free kick yet for him to shoot from. Right. Like, we just haven't had one, That's which is crazy, which I that, that is where Kudus comes in. Um, but it's just, like, he is everything that you want in a player. He remind, his work rate reminds me of Bowen a lot. I said this to you after the City game. And I said I want to talk about it on here. The willingness to make every single run yeah. is incredible. Because, you know, there are a lot of guys, they work hard. Piquet is a perfect example. He works extremely hard for the team. He does what he needs to do. But a lot of times, guys are only going to make that run in the box if they really feel like that run's going to mean mm-hmm. something. Or, you know, if it's just convenient for them to make. But both goals where Prowse has scored for us this season are runs that he just made because he's going to make that run every time and he's always <laughs> going to support the counterattack. He's always going to support the striker, the counterattack, and be there. And I said to you, it's almost the kind of thing I wish Paqueta would have done more last year. Because it's not even a knock on Paqueta because 95 98% of players in world football, they don't make the run every time. Because mm-hmm. it's a 90-minute game. That's a big pitch. Like it's a lot of ground to cover. It burn sprinting burns so much energy. Like you ever just go outside <laughs> and sprint thirty yards down the street. All right, man. Yeah, pause the podcast. No, I'm serious. No, right, I'm man, se- like I'm serious because like <laughs> no, like if you go outside and you just sprint to the under, like not not like across the street, you'll be fine if you sprint across the street. But if you sprint down the street, just like give me like ten seconds of hardcore sprinting. You're going to pull up your hands and your hips. You might go on your knees for a second. I mean, we're not professional athletes, but sprinting really takes it out of you. That's why like, yeah. people will post stats of like most sprints in the league and all this kind of stuff. Um, and I might be extra more on this because I'm not like Rafael Liao's second half performance against Newcastle yeah. today. I didn't like it, man. I didn't yeah, like I mean, it. We, can, we don't got to talk about it. We disagree, but I thought it was pathetic. Um, not that I, he's awesome. I love Raphael. Yeah. But I was disappointed. Um, but yeah, just the willingness to make that run every single time. Like how deep did he come from for both of these runs? He has no business. I mean, well, the city one, like he has to make that run in my opinion, but it's not one that every player in a squad makes the Brighton run. He has no business. Unreal. Like winning the ball back and then like sprinting from that spot. To where he ends up scoring the goal from. And not only that, like, he makes that run. I got to watch it back, but he's a superhuman if he got there that quickly after he saw Antonio win the ball. Um, Yeah. So he plays that pass. It's, like, pretty hopeless into the channel, and he's going. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, immediately. And, like, it's just, I have fallen in love all over again. Every week. Every week. I mean, for someone who isn't an athlete, 
he sure as hell like he because that's the thing is like because he is an athlete he's just a different kind of athlete and I didn't give him that respect. I almost wish that we signed them last summer so I'd be on the right side of history. <laughs> I mean, I was not trying to sign him for $75 million, but, you know, if it was 40 last summer. I still would have been on the right side if we were talking, I mean, James Ward-Prowse and Zinchenko, I think. Dude, I mean, the Zinchenko I thing. I forgot about that. <laughs> I guess he wasn't an actually, like, an option considering he went to – he, he drank the, the Arteta Kool-Aid. Yeah, all these fucking guys, man. <laughs> Declan Rice. You see, did you see a video of him today? Staring at the Champions Staring at the Champions League, League ball. The ball. And then Emil Smith-Rowe was like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, talk about a guy who knows he's got the cameras on, <laughs> on him. At every time, dude, he's literally LeBron. Like, he's ridiculous. Like, every, like, all those, like, those, like, pictures of, of the... Of like the Arsenal players like lined up before the game, and all like the Arsenal fans like tweet it. And it's like, oh wow, look at the aura of these players. It's always Rice like making a face, like yeah, yeah. He he he's like he's like looking at the camera out of the corner of his eye, and then he's like stone cold face, like dude, stop it. <laughs> You're like, can you stop playing into this? But yeah, that's 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 that rant. He is a player on another team, is what he mm-hmm. is. Um, not worth our time. So I have two questions for you. Thursday, happy birthday. Thank you. Thursday is this guy's birthday. Everybody say happy birthday. Not a question, but I'll take it. If you're listening, you got to tell Joe happy birthday. Um, But who do you play Thursday? And Sunday, does Kudus come in? I'll answer the second question first because it's easier. Yes. Um, just do it. Um, just do it. Yeah, just do it. Um, and so for Thursday, um, we can go Fabianski. Yeah. Carrera, uh, Mavropanos, Agbana. Yeah. Cresswell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's got to play. Or it can be the, uh, the the other guy, the guy who's playing with the under twenty ones now. Nah, he if we're not giving him a contract, he's dude, his his career might be over for us, bro. Yeah, he'll play. Like, he'll play at some point. Is he? Maybe he'll play at some point. We'll we'll get it's, to say our goodbyes. He gave me everything. It's gonna take some injuries for the kid, but I digress. So after that, we're gonna have Suchek. And yeah, and Ward Prowse. I would rather not play Ward Prowse again. Dude, he's gonna play every game this season. It, it, all right, if he insists. Well, no, because there's not a fourth midfielder, and Alvarez is suspended. I know, I I know that's the situation, um, but I'd rather not play. Like it's just a lot of games. I miss Manu. Um, I know this would be perfect. I, I I'm not gonna put Fornals in this midfield. I Dude, hate that people thing. are doing that. I, I I don't think that Fornals on a pivot is the way to go. Not with Suchek. There's just no security. Maybe you'll play. Uh, maybe you'll play Paqueta in the pivot. Maybe he didn't go to Brazil over the international break. So if anyone, it's anyone, probably could be yeah, him. We're probably gonna go to England. Yeah, but I don't know. Something about. 
this game makes me not want to play War Prowse. I guess, I guess wrap them in bubble wrap. <laughs> I guess so. Pekata, so so basically, what you're saying is that you'd rather protect James Ward Prowse than Lucas Paqueta. Nah, it's not <laughs> like it's not even that. I just feel like Paqueta playing Paqueta would make more of a difference in the game than. Well, we're, yeah, we're, we're gonna have a lot of the ball. Yeah. Um. So then on the left, see the left is tricky because really there's three guys who need games. It's... Dude, nah, man. Like the other guy, like I, I don't know what you do with. You talking about the same guy? With seventeen. Used to wear fourteen. Twenty-two. Oh, you're talking about twenty-two. He needs. He's gonna need games. Yeah, I'm saying. I'm saying you can play him, and for now, and kudos, and then tell the other guy, you know, hang out. What do we? All right. That, that, Where does Lingard fit into all this? <laughs> he fits when Fornals leaves next year. Ugh, my goodness. So I'm I'm probably playing Fornals on the left, and then um gonna play Kodis on the right, and then Mobama up front. Okay, and then you need another player. Oh shit! Yeah, that's right. You play um, so Saeed, I, man. All right, number twenty, little little twenty-two. Uh, Ball. He loves it, man. Little leads throwback potentially. Nah, he's so much. Dude, he's probably twenty five pounds heavier than he was when he played that game. It's okay. He's, and he's and any flair he ever had, David Moyes beat out of him senselessly. <laughs> he's got ninety minutes. But, but you know what's even funnier about like Paqueta and stuff is that it wasn't even you know there's the whole Moyes hates flair players blah 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 blah. Moyes just didn't think Ben Rama was good enough. <laughs> yeah, legit. Like, in hindsight. And he was right, man. <laughs> Sucks to say. Can never test this guy's talent ID. He's invincible. Dude, Paqueta's allowed to do whatever he wants out there. It's because he does the work. He does I do know. the work. But, like, you know, sometimes he gets tired and he gets frustrated and then he doesn't do the work. Because he, I'm not even going to lie, there was a moment... He where he played after he played Antonio through and Antonio didn't score. He kind of shut off mentally for a few minutes. No, he was not him. happy. I don't blame him. Is he he well, he, sh- he should know Antonio's missed worse against the same team in the same stadium. Dude, isn't it so funny how much better Paqueta is than Mateus Nunez? Right, ran really random, but like, dude, dude, he went. He gave Pep a hug. And he fucking put those midfielders to the sword for a while. Literally. When have you ever seen somebody win the ball back from Rodri in that position? Never. Legitimately It doesn't happen. It just doesn't, like, it doesn't matter who he's going against. He's just a monster. He makes a joke out of all these teams. This is is the second time where he's upped his game against City. There is a serious argument to be made that his two best games for us are against City. And oh, I three in both. <laughs> that's that city that city game where Rice missed. That was like last year. Un- yeah, it was a Herculean effort. It's like, an audition. It was it was an audition, and he got he got the role. <laughs> he, he dude, he got the role. The interview went well, man. He just couldn't stop gambling. And it happens to the best of us. Forget that I am. <laughs> I'm so happy he's still around, though, man. 
I was I was thinking that today too. I was like, man, like thank God we got a second season out of this guy. We couldn't have lost them both in the same summer. Mm -hmm. You can go to City next summer for all I care. I don't want to think about it. He really, really. You know what? You want to know what's fucked up? What? Probably will. Uh yeah, he will. Cause, cause you saw the the new Bernardo Silva contract, right? He's like a Barca clause, right? Yeah, it's a fifty million release clause. He's got Is like it six for clubs. No, nah, it's for it's for anyone from any country. <laughs> it's for, it's for uh, Barca. Yeah. It's for PSG. It's for Al Etihad. It's for Al this, Al that, Al Etifak. Steven Gerrard's got his eye on him. He's gonna be playing with Antonio next year. He will. He will love it at the at the London Stadium when we do a straight swap for straight swap. Paqueta and Bernardo. Nah, dude, I want Bernardo and thirty-five million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean, Mateus Nunez being there isn't stopping shit. It's a joke, man, that they signed him. I'm sorry, like, and Pep has proved me not. Has Pep proved me wrong? I don't think I've ever really doubted a Pep signing, like since they started winning leagues and shit. To... I feel like I doubted Calvin Phillips signing. That yeah, I mean that's different. He even he knew. He must have known. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he never had a shot. Fulfill the home. He never got a shot. He just wanted to relegate Leeds. There's no way he like got like Calvin Phillips in thinking he was a good player and was just like, whoa, this guy can never. <laughs> 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 no, because th- that one's actually really weird, dude. They spent a lot of money on him. It was like what forty five. Forty five million. Which is crazy. Imagine dropping $45 million. Has he made 10 Premier League appearances for them yet? Has he made one? Has he played 100 minutes for them yet in the league? He must Dude, have. I generally he don't believe. He, I, I, think, I, I think he made five last year. Because he made his fifth in like match week 37. And looked so happy. Because it meant that he got the medal. <laughs> That's so good. He's like... Not he's like playing. he's like Ben Chowell telling people that he's a Premier League champion. Shut up, dude. And Chowell didn't even meet the games requirement for Leicester. Really? No, he put. I think he played one game. I think he went on loan that year, dude. My God. It's a loser. Hep was just like, yo, yo, Calvin, you want to play some? Yeah, he, dude. He literally he signs midfielders like he can fix them. God damn, get Rashid Wallace minutes as a Dude, 45 minute I, player. <laughs> I hope that uh, I hope Lucas Paqueta enjoys his last season of having freedom in a team, though. It's gonna be a robot next year. He will earn his freedom. No, dude. Even De Bruyne doesn't have freedom. <laughs> yeah, right. He's just like a a crossing robot. <laughs> Dude, Holland is like not allowed to touch the ball. He touched the ball a lot against us. He had probably had like twelve touches. I was like, "Damn, this guy's getting involved." <laughs> he's, t- he's tired of sitting in the back seat. He was, like, dude. He was, fun. he was really funny against us. Some of the chances he missed. I know. Like, um, he's just inventing new ways to miss chances. The Aguirre goal line clearance is so cool. Hilarious. Um, yeah, because it was just not gonna reach. Yeah. <laughs> Went off his heel. Do you want to talk about it, Garen? What, what do you think about this whole thing? He's not that good, blah, 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 all these people. Honestly, I don't want to talk about it. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll say something about it. Look, I think, like, any player who's going to sign for West Ham, there are flaws in his game. And I think after a year, you start to see those flaws and you start to get to know them. The same way, like, if you hang out with somebody every day, they're probably going to piss you off a little bit more than if you watch them once every month or two. Um, Mm -hmm. But I do think people underestimate how good of a defender he is because i thought he had a really good game um for long periods against city and then you know he made the mistake and it's the kind of thing he has to cut out of his game um because mm-hmm. it's happened too many times i saw somebody said he's made double digit errors leading the goal since he got no he did no he has not this is not true it's just not, not true because well because he made two or three last year and there's two that were like loud <laughs> like mm-hmm. they were yeah like horrendous errors newcastle um, united yeah newcastle and uh oh yeah that was two different teams that you said there not the full <laughs> um newcastle comma united yeah uh and then i think so we made the one against city the red card against chelsea is ridiculous it's so funny it's terrible uh, I don't think he said the greatest start, but I think like the problem is is that he's actually, I mean the Bournemouth game, people can say he didn't play that well. I thought he did okay. I thought he yeah, struggled, but I thought he, I thought I thought he put up a fight. People acting like mm-hmm. he got dragged around, he didn't. Um, and Solanke is a great striker, no matter. Not, I mean, great is being used. Very, very good for this this yeah, level, and it'd be like, really good for us. Yeah, he's a great striker for Bournemouth. He's a real handful. He would be perfect for our kind of system. Blah, blah, blah. I just think that with the Garrett, it's like what we've said about a lot of ball-playing players, where it's like you got to take some of the bad with the good, um, but the, ba- the bad can't happen this consistently. And I think the big thing that people forget is like Mavropanos just signed. Like He has true competition now, so either he's going to up his game or he's going to get dropped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's been fine for most of these games. That's the thing. Like I would really consider I would consider starting Mavropanos against Liverpool. I don't think I would. You wouldn't. You wouldn't consider. It. I'm not even saying that. Like I would drop a Garrett because like I think he sucks or he's playing really bad. I just think that Mavropanos, with his size maybe more suited to dealing with a striker like Nunez and maybe playing in that low block that we're going to line up in. The thing is, Nunez is probably not going to play. He's got to start. He's got to play at some point. He hasn't yet. I, I mean, he had that heroic brace off the off the bench. He still didn't play. So it's like... Yeah, and I, I don't know. Do, do you think part of the Aguirre thing is... I think he's not suited to a low block as much as maybe Zuma is? And I, I think that that's a harsh question on him because I think that that's another thing that says that Moyes doesn't really know. But then again, we tried to move and have, like, play higher last year and play with the ball more, which is what Aguirre was signed to do. It's just hard because it's not really, like, it's not really, like, he's making, like, consistent – it's, like, the, the, like, predictable errors. Like, this is a flaw in his game. Like, it's just, like – like the city thing was kind of just random. Like he just messed up. I think I think <clears throat> him and Ariola need to get on a better wavelength. Because I think I think Fabianski's biggest strength, especially at this point of his career, is the communication side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And Ariel has never really struck me as a guy who communicates that well with his defense. He's probably just like any other keeper. It's whatever. Um, but there's been a few. There's a few times with the two of them where they they need to communicate better. Mm-hmm. You'd think with the all French like center back and goalkeeper like triangle, you'd think that the it would be fine. But I think better. another thing people forget: um, Ariola and Zuma have known each other since they were 15 or 16 years old. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like they're it's just not foreign to them. Whereas Ariola, not Ariola, Aguirre may be learning to play with a new goalkeeper. I mean, he's played with them what six times before this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I just think he's a tremendous player. Like, I'm still super high on Aguirre. I don't think that's going to change. Um, My opinion on him hasn't really changed that much. I think it's just, like, acknowledging, like, what happens sometimes with him, which is, like, not a problem. I still think he's, like, a good, a really good Premier League center back. I think he's great with the ball. I think a lot of things, people didn't talk about this, played a few diagonals against City that were fucking spectacular. Exactly. Like, you're still seeing the good. Like, he's not just a shit center back. But that's the thing, is, like, against Chelsea, like, in that second half before he got off, he was doing what he does best. He was stepping in the passing lanes. He was taking the ball off people's feet. And I think he got a little over-eager and a little overconfident and made that ridiculous challenge. Against City, he generally played well. He was spraying the ball around, and then he made a mistake. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's just... He has, like, momentary lapses, and I think that's, like, his central issue. Is like, And, like, how do you really take that out of your game? Like, if like it just happens. I it's don't probably know. a confidence thing. I mean, is it a confidence thing? I don't – see, that's the problem is that I think part of it is I can't kind of grab on to what the issue is. Exactly. Um, And, like, I guess he's just a center back who makes mistakes sometimes, which happens. Uh, But I think – I guess part of it is like, hey, don't make the mistakes in these areas. Don't make it right next to your six-yard box. Yeah. Because the the Newcastle one, I was that that was probably higher up the pitch, but that was with nobody behind him. Mm-hmm. The United one's in a six-yard box. The City one is right outside a six-yard box, and the Chelsea one is just something that he doesn't need to do. He just doesn't yeah. need to do it. But yeah, I'm excited for Mavropanos because if he he's a Styatin guy. Mm-hmm. More than anybody. He's he's definitely he's like I mean he's definitely unknown to me. I don't know how much you've watched him, but I mean I watched him probably play like one or two of his games for Arsenal when he was like twenty. So mm-hmm. and he was just not but, the player that he is now. Exactly. Um. So, but hey, if if Wenger likes him, I like him. <laughs> yeah, I mean before because Emery's the one who got rid of him. Oh really? Yeah. That's that's even a bigger seal. <laughs> <laughs> Emery hates him. Wenger likes him. Stuyten likes him. Boys approve them. It's good enough for me. I don't even gotta watch him. Yeah, I mean that's also part of it. Why I hesitate to say like he should start against Liverpool. I've never seen this guy play realistically. I see him play Thursday. He, I'm super excited. It's like my little birth little birthday present. Hopefully not make somebody. Him and Kudos. Yeah, maybe maybe he'll score a goal. <laughs> um. But yeah, I just think that's another thing that people forget is we have like real competition for a place at the back. Um, really, every position right now, there's some degree of competition. Oh, no. I mean, if you want to say Bowen and Antonio, but I think we're still thin at striker and right wing. Well, not right wing anymore. We have Kudus, Kudus. and Bowen, so it's kind of like Kudus and Antonio. 
I mean, I guess it's just that front four. So relative. Like obviously there's undroppable players, but like we have sufficient cover in really every position. Like maybe I think we can part of it first team, but like part of it deep. is there like some places where I'm kinda iffy on like how much cover we have, but I think something to remember is that Moyes likes a small squad. I think Moyes thinks the squad is too big. I I think the squad is I mean, it's probably it's the bloated on on the left. It's it's very bloated on the left mm-hmm. with Cornet. Um, with not a lot of. I mean, will, will, will Cornet even be fit for the African Cup of Nations? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, when's he gonna play? I don't know. For the U21s, Kevin Keane needs some needs some bodies Kevin, out I'm, there. Didn't Kevin Keane, or is it Mark Robson who got promoted to the senior coaching staff? Mark Robson. Um, and Keen is coaching the 21s now, right? Is he? So, I mean, somebody had to get promoted, and they've been promoting from within. Well, that'd be good because he's familiar with those guys, so that'd be that'd be pretty ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to say they they won today. Carol Marshall scored another two goals, which is pretty cool. Earthy scored too. I know, and people forget about Marshall. I guess people don't really forget about Marshall, but people. People get like excited, like how Marshall scored, but no, he doesn't get really talked about as somebody who's knocking on the door for the first team. But he's made a senior appearance for his country. He's one of the most highly rated players for Northern Ireland, like coming through, which is why he got called up. Mm-hmm. And it makes you think, like, how he he could be pretty close too. He should have an international goal. Yeah, the goal got disallowed, which was bullshit. But it it makes you like. He could be after Mubama, the one who's knocking on the door the most. I mean, after Mubama, it's just a lot of guys who have like some ways to go, but obviously have some quality to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Cal Marshall. There's no backup right winger in the squad. Mm-hmm. Like as like a backup backup. Oh yeah, okay. And obviously the squad is bloated with players, but like Cornet will probably go in the summer. Fornals isn't signing a new contract. We're gonna if we sign an attacker, it's gonna be a left-sided player, like somebody mm-hmm. who plays off the left. Opportunities could arrive for him. He he plays striker. He plays right wing. I think he's like a striker by trade, but because of Mubama, he's played a ton of right wing for us. Mm-hmm. Um, he's playing striker today. Yeah, but while Mubama's in the scene, I know he's like a striker. But and like... then that that leaves. Kodua was playing off the right today, so. He's such a beast. I love that guy so much. Yeah. And then, you know, we all saw Lang in preseason. He, Who's really good. Yeah, and he, he can play right back and center back is what they seem to think of him, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. They seem like a pretty, pretty good group, and Scarls is only 17. Scarls is 17. Orford is, I think, just as young. I think Orphan's like 18. These, yeah. Like, all these guys are, like, still eligible for the U18s that are... Well, uh, yeah, that, that's what's crazy about them. Is, like... Like, this, like... This core of youth players, this is going to be the core of them for the next three years. Mm-hmm. Like, some of these guys, like, they could break in in three or four years. You know, and obviously mm-hmm. not all of them are going to break in, but, like, there are late bloomers, different circumstances will arise like a lot of them there's no rush for and i think i mean i have to remind myself of that because like sometimes you get excited and you think well damn like there's no place for them think about how different our squad looked three years ago 
there was like what, like three or four players three years ago that are still here today. No, nah, three years ago, more than that, like more. Yeah, like, well, what, what 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 is three years ago now? Three years ago was 2020. The uh the Lingard season, right? Yeah. So you got Fabianski, uh, Kufal, Johnson, Bowen, Bowen, Ben Rama, Antonio, Ben Rama, Fornells, Suchek. Oh wow. A lot. A yeah, lot there are a lot of guys left. Well, I mean, but our, our squad is pretty unrecognizable to an extent. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's part of just the rice thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was going to say something about the Liverpool game. Oh, I was talking about Mavropanos. And just about him and Aguirre, like, that's like real competition for places. Like, Mavropanos isn't some, like, like, it's a cheaper signing, but it's not like we picked this guy up for, like, $6 million off the street. Yeah, this guy like, was he was Bundesliga he's team of season. Bundesliga team of the season, at least for one of those, uh, like, who scored, sofa score type apps. I buy it. I buy Well, that, but that's the thing I was saying before, is that he is a, he's the most die 10 signing out of the four that we signed, by far. He, he is probably the only die 10 signing. Like, that isn't just him approving... Yeah, it's him, his, like, recommendation. Introducing and finalizing yeah. the deal. Yeah, because, I mean, Kudus was noble. and uh, As was Alvarez. Alvarez was noble. Ward Prowse was Moise. was Moise's wet dream for, like, a half, <laughs> half decade. <laughs> he was right, man. <laughs> he was right. He, I was wrong. You were wrong. Dude, you know, it begs the question, how good is Yusuf and Ezri? Right, we gotta get him. <laughs> we gotta get him in, dude. Glide like, deal, like let's, let's well, ring him up. That, that was my whole thing at the end of the window. I was like, dude, we, we gotta we gotta get him in. <laughs> like, <laughs> Moyes won't shut up about this guy. <laughs> he knows something that we don't. He knows a lot of things we don't. He know he knows everything that I don't. I could go to him with any question. He's like my father. <laughs> be like, I trust him more than my own father. Same. <laughs> Dude, like, like, he. All I'm saying is, would my would my dad have identified James Ward Prowse? I don't think so. Actually, my dad probably would have. But I think I think I think I think my dad would have identified James Ward Prowse too. I feel I feel like dads would love James. Yeah, Ward-Prowse. dads would absolutely love James Ward Prowse. That's the wrong question. Would my dad have identified Jesse Lingard? <laughs> no. <laughs> My yeah. dad would actually Jesse my, my 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 dad my dad might have identified Jesse Lingard. You think so? I don't know. I I, I can't decide if he would have liked I, Lingard I or not. Identified him as what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't decide if he would have liked Lingard or not. If he would have been like, ah, he's dancing. I don't like that. Or if he would have been like, this guy's got some personality. <laughs> I think your dad is more likely to to like Lingard than mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, David Moyes, man, doesn't miss. He don't miss. I I I I don't think I don't think there's any dad that would want Yusuf Anesri at their club. <laughs> no sir. Dads would not like that guy. Um. All right. <laughs> Antonio signed a new contract. Oh yeah, we gotta talk about this guy. This yeah, guy, well, so dude, I, I, I couldn't love him enough. 
like I saw that that tweet from West Ham football, and I like I smiled so so big. You man. were applauding. Like, I I was literally applauding in my mind, and just that between that and the the comments from about Salah and Liverpool. Like, Dude, yeah, and pe- you know what, man? People are like, he needs to shut up. He needs to stop talking. No, they need to shut up. He can say whatever he wants, bro. Like. I think I think more than anything, who cares? Like, what is it really gonna do? Oh, it's bulletin board material. Like, okay, like okay. Yeah, Liverpool weren't gonna beat us at Anfield until until Antonio said that we were gonna finish above them in the league. Like, dude, just let him talk his shit, man. Like, it literally hurts nobody. Because that, that, you know, that's what gets under my skin about Antonio the most is like, okay, like, fine. When he has one of these stretches where it's like nothing is going for him and you want to be like, he can't play, fine. Fine, yeah. Like, if you're like, he talks too much, I have questions about your worldviews. Literally, like, give me a fucking break. Like, like it, it, just... they're like, they're like, I don't like, you know, how much he talks. Like, so, like, black man's not allowed to have a personality? <laughs> Like, like, black man can't have a podcast, <laughs> dude. Like, I've said crazier things than that on here. Absolutely, I, I, I'll I'll second what Antonio said. Yeah, no, dude, I I backed that up immediately. I was like, yeah, like yeah, we'll finish above Liverpool. Like, why absolutely, won't why won't we? <laughs> he, dude, he called it a six pointer. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking like people on Twitter, bro. And feel the way, man. It's a six-pointer. It's a six-pointer. We're talking about this result in May. <laughs> September fucking 19th. <laughs> oh, this solid stuff, like, so out of pocket. What did he say about... Oh, that he didn't... <laughs> he, said, he said Liverpool imprisoned him. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> He's just trying to get in people's heads, man. He's trying to throw Salah off his game. Well, because you know what it is? He probably, you know what? I bet this is a conspiracy theory. I bet he saw the tweet where they started linking Bowen to Liverpool and they were linking to Garrett wherever. And somebody was like, oh, like, like, you know, they always like link our players to these big teams. Like before they play them, like Sky is like trying to unsettle our players or whatever. I bet Antonio was like, I got a little something for them. We'll stir the pot a little bit. I got, I got a platform. Yeah. He's making solid think about what could have been. Thinking about his six mansions in six different countries with oh a billion left to spare. I saw somebody theorize that he was projecting his own situation with Saudi Arabia. That, that oh, yeah, yeah. Done. No, I mean, he absolutely was to an extent. But, like, at the end of the day, he still signed a new contract. I don't know. I, I feel like that's a bunch of bullshit. I feel like yeah. he had an offer where you. Well, I feel like I feel like I feel like he feels the same way about like anybody who didn't get their money. You know what I mean? Like that's how these players, like to an extent, are allowed to feel. But he's crazy for saying it about Salah. <laughs> right of all people. He said. He said he wanted to go. <laughs> Liverpool FC is a prison, man. That's real mental prison <laughs> we're gonna beat them yeah we'll be all right yeah we're, we're gonna win that game Are you starting kudos on sunday um sure like my, yeah. my, my my thing about it is like 
And you know, you know what's funny about this? I do this a lot. Like when we talk about team sheets, Moyes is the only manager I've seen at West Ham where I'm like, I'll let him take this one. <laughs> like I would never let Pellegrini or Billich or fucking Allardyce take the reins for a team sheet. You know, man. Like, but with Moyes, it's like you know, like if you want to play the Suchek Alvarez where Prowse thing. Do you? I like it. It works. If you want to take Suchek out and put Kudus in, I'm here for it. I'm game. You want to drop Antonio for Kudus? All right. I'll see how it that's goes. The, that's the one thing. We can drop Antonio after all this. No, no, no. It, but and Antonio doesn't deserve to be dropped. And he shouldn't have been subbed. We like kind of didn't talk about that. But he was – I don't – because it was like exciting like when he came off. Like, we're going to get to see Bowen, Kudus, and Paqueta on the pitch together. But mm-hmm. – I, he was giving us a consistent outball, and he was getting us out consistently. Yeah, almost he's the been same. doing it all season. He's incredible. He's been great. He's been. He's had one of the best stretches of his career. He never dies. He'll just never die. He's gonna be like fifty, and we're gonna be talking about like, oh, is Antonio gonna play today? He just like he it just he doesn't go away. Like you think it's done, you think you lost it, and he just comes back again. Mm-hmm. And the other thing, he's been so many different players for us. You know, he's been like the right back where we were like, put him on the wing. And then he was like, he's just been so many different guys in the squad. Like, he's been a bit part piece. He's been a starting right back. He's been a starting winger. He's been the striker. He's been our best player. He's been our best player. He's been our worst player. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, same season. Yeah, dude. Literally. <laughs> Within the same season, he's been both of those things. I think because you know I what's crazy, not to cut you off. I'm just thinking off the top of my head, the twenty one twenty two season, which I think is objectively his best year. Mm-hmm. He was like one of the best strikers in the league. He put in maybe the worst strikers performance I've ever seen. The yeah. the Leeds game at home, I have nightmares about that game. <laughs> Who's he doing? Dude, he's just like every week. And I think I think last down. season he had a performance even worse than that. Dude, there was like a stretch where it he was, was just longer than a stretch. I can't even remember it. Because 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 it would have been Skamaka was starting until the World Cup, and then after Leeds, so it would have been from early January. You know what? It was probably you know what it probably was. It's probably the week before the Everton game. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the more, like, season after season of him being, like, the striker and just, like, understanding of what the situation is with him, I think I'm just ready to take the good with the bad or the bad with the well, good. Yeah, I, I mean, say. absolutely. But I think I think another part of it is I, I think, um, you know, and he said, like, that he thrives off, like, oh, like, the competition comes in, see it as competition. I, th- I think that he finds more comfort in being like okay like i'm the guy mm-hmm. i think that that's more of what fuels him i think that like when he knows that that's his spot that he plays better i mean, we, I mean we, we've seen it exactly he's been the only striker at this club for like three years and and his like best that. stretch was from After when Haller was between Haller being sold and skamaka being signed that's his best yep. stretch as a striker mm-hmm he was the only one that existed. And now that Kamaka's gone, he's back. He's back. Yeah, he's back. 
Danny Ings being there probably almost gives him more confidence than if he was it's the like only man. one. It's like, man, you're not going to play this guy. If it's if it's not going to be me, who is it? It's not going to be him. <laughs> it's definitely not going to be him. And I think I think maybe with the Kudus thing, he's kind of deep down kind of knows that he's looking at this bow and a striker thing, and Moyes has probably said it, you know, behind mm-hmm. closed doors, he said it to the media. I think that's he looked like pretty upset when he came off against City. Yeah. Not only because he was playing well, but he's probably thinking like, like man, this this guy can't wait. Like it's me. like it really doesn't matter how good I'm playing. Yeah, like he. Yeah. Yeah. Because to an extent, it doesn't matter how good he's playing because they just spent forty million on Kudus, and he's not gonna sit Bowen. He's not gonna sit Paqueta. Those guys can't sit. They haven't sit. They will not sit. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's, it's kind of like, it's pretty unfair on him, to be honest. Absolutely unfair. He's made it, he's, he has made it an extremely tough decision. If, if he wasn't playing so it's not, well. It's not even a decision, to be honest. He, he just, he shouldn't be dropped. I don't think that you can drop him. I think that you have to try the Paquetto left wing thing. Mm-hmm. At least once. Okay. And then if it I doesn't so. work, then, you know, you send Antonio to the gulag. Come on. <laughs> no, but no, but like, he, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. It's he just you can't drop him right now, and he's so integral to what we do, and has been integral to what we do. Because, like, whenever we've been good, he's, since Moyes came back, it's been with him at the him. at the focal point. It's him. It's him it's every time. It's, it's all him. Like, it's always like, him. I mean, Having that realization, you look at all the stretches like, man, whenever he's good, we are good. And whenever, and, and whenever he is good and we are good, we think that we're better than him. And we are yeah. pummeled. Ba- so we are pummeled back down to earth every <laughs> single time. That is such a crazy realization. It's, every, t- every, every time he launches us into the top whatever. Every time he like, sends us into a new European competition. It's like, imagine what we'll be without him. I guess we'll never know. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> I can't think of a better place to end this podcast. Right. We'll have Antonio on next week. He'll have something to say about this Liverpool win at Anfield. He's going to be next week's guest. Little footballers, football pod uh, collab. I've Cal Bring me Callum Wilson. I, you know, I got something to say to him. I, I got a lot to say to Callum Wilson. I'm gonna have to like, like you know, like the the Jonathan Majors like name of him like separating yeah. the two. <laughs> That's gonna be me between you and Cal Mills, so I'm gonna have to separate you. He's just hurt me too many times, and I just got a lot to say about Newcastle. I just hate his face. I hate I, his yo, face that so stupid much. smile, bro. Ever since he left, after he scored the handball goal against us, whatever year, seventeen, eighteen. Ever since that happened, because you know it's messed up. As a player, I think he's great. Like, I think he's yeah, great. Yeah. He's a great striker, a man. Player. I mean, you've seen me use him in fantasy in the draft leagues, however many times. Because I just, every time, like almost every time. Until this year, when I was a not in it, and b, um, the ESAC guy. He's, yeah, he's not a starter. Yeah, that's what Antonio tells him at least. <laughs> you see that? Every time they start arguing, Antonio's like, "Yeah, like you ride the bench." <laughs> like you're not gonna play. <laughs> he's like, "Enjoy your twenty minutes." He was, he was telling, he's like, yeah, like, I'll tell you what the Champions League is like. You can play it on FIFA. And Tony was like, you watch from the bench. 
This, this, that was like I remember when they started that, and I was like, okay, this is like the most random pairing of of guys ever. And like, then you like, watch, the, and then you watch them talk, and you're like, this is the least random pairing of guys ever. Like, oh, like the perfect amount of like the perfect goofball to put with Antonio. Yeah, just two clowns, man. <laughs> but anyways, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, whole spiel. You can find this on. Your web browser of choice. You still go to websites. Your web and, browser. Yeah, your web browser. What browser do you use? We talked. No, we I talked yeah. About this in the first episode. Did we? This is our first conversation on hammering away. Say it again. Safari. You're a loser, dude. Fuck you. Use Chrome, man. Look us up I on Chrome. Chrome. Yeah, because you got to use Chrome. Because this is a real browser that can support this. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, so look us up on Chrome at uh, hammering-away.blog. Um, you can use Safari for us if you're on your phone, but if you're on your laptop, don't use Safari to go to our website. Um, then, I'm doing a joke, uh, hammering underscore away is the Twitter handle. Uh, hammering away underscore is the Instagram handle. Hammering dot away is the TikTok handle. Thank you everybody for listening. We'll see you next week. Antonio will have lots to say. After our win at Anfield.